This is Without Compromise, a show that explores what happens when you won't settle for anything less than your crazy ideas. We'll talk to athletes, founders, adventurers, and entrepreneurs of all kinds about living without compromise. I'm your host, Mason Gravely. Welcome to the show. We're programmed for survival, so our instinct is to give up on these situations, to move away from them. I thought if I didn't sign up for that race, that I was just going to disappear. It doesn't have to be these big, huge things that everyone thinks you need to do to make a difference. Hey, folks, today we're talking to Bria Beal, one of our college ambassadors here at Athletic Brewing. Uh, she is a player at the University of South Carolina's uh, women's basketball team, who, by the way, are ranked number one in the nation right now. So be watching with Selection Sunday coming up this week, this weekend, and as well the tournament to follow. They are planning to go all the way. Last year, they made it to the Final Four. Crazy game. Lost by one point to Stanford. It was it was quite a nail biter. They had a steal at the end, missed layup, and oh, just heartbreaking. So they're they're running it back and planning to make it all the way. So if you're filling out a bracket, definitely be sure to uh, you know get, get, give Bria and her team some love because they they have been showing out this year. But we're gonna talk with her about um, just what it's like to play there, uh, what it was like growing up. She she is a three time Illinois Miss basketball. Uh, three-time Gatorade Illinois Player of the Year, McDonald's All-American, number three player in the wing uh, her, her senior year in high school. I mean, her accolades go on and on and on. So we're going to hear from her. And as well, if you haven't heard, we have Trailblazer out right now. Trailblazer is a beer we had last year that celebrate all the women that work here at Athletic Brewing. Um, and it honors and supports a handful of organizations. We're doing it again this year. It's a huge beer for us. You're going to hear from Meg, one of our brewers, towards the end of the episode, right before rapid-fire questions from Bria. Uh, we're going to hand it over to Nick, our West Coast correspondent, who's helping with that conversation with Meg over on the West Coast. So pretty cool story. Great beer. Check it out. And if you didn't hear, we also uh, launched Athletic Light recently this this week. So if you haven't checked that out and you're interested in a light beer that doesn't have a ton of calories, it's 25 calories, none of the alcohol. So if you want a light beer that uh, is refreshing, is awesome, check it out. All right, folks, welcome to Without Compromise. Today, we're talking to one of our college athletes, Bree Beal. Bree, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Bree, where are you coming from? I am from Rock Island, Illinois. Rock Island, Illinois. And, and, and you're calling me now, though, from South Carolina, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm calling from South Carolina. So... You know, I, I, we're going to get to that, like what with the connection there. But I do want to know, you're obviously like a phenom basketball player. Growing up, you were selected like three times as Gatorade Player of the Year and USA Today and all that. I mean, it's insane the amount of, it's like the page on the South Carolina website is so long. It's It's like pages and pages of stuff. When did you know that you were good at basketball? And was there ever something else you were doing or did, was it all the way, always basketball? So growing up, I kind of stuck my foot in a couple things like softball, gymnastics. Didn't really work out so well for me. So I kind of just found my way through basketball. And I think it took me probably like beginning of high school, like freshman year, sophomore years when I kind of realized how good I was. I didn't really understand the name of the awards, but when I looked into the history of it, who got those awards, it really kind of made me understand like 
what it really meant. So you literally didn't even care. You were just balling. I was really just playing because I loved it. And I did. it was just fun to me. I didn't really understand like where it could take me. When did you start to maybe see that? Because, you know, you, you weren't just like, oh, you know, Bree's pretty good. You're like the best right. player in the state. Like, when did you start realizing, oh, wow, this this could this could take me places? I think when, like, being at home and having these letters come in from these coaches, and I'm like, is this for, like, college? Like, what is this? And then my dad breaks it down to me, like, these are people interested in giving you scholarships. Like, that's free school for you. And then I was like, wow, okay, maybe I should, like, lock in a little bit more and actually take this really serious. So no no more gymnastics or softball at that point. Right, right? yeah. Cut all of that out. <laughs> and you've got younger brothers, too. How much younger are your brothers? I have three younger brothers. The one under me, he's a senior in high school right now. He's 17. The other one, is, the other two are six and seven. Oh, wow. So they're really young. That's awesome. So, yeah. you, uh, <laughs> so you're so you like their hero. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So they look up to you and you're you're going to be the best athlete in the family unless they've they've got so a lot of catching up to do. That's pretty cool. Um Yeah. Wh- wh- who would you say was some of the most uh maybe impactful or kind of helping you process this? Sounds like your dad and probably your mom as well. Yeah, I think uh I needed really a balance of both. My dad was kind of like the you know, encouraging, but he's also like hard on me at the same time because I needed it. And then my mom on the other end was uh, soothing and, you know, just talking to me. So it's really that balance that I needed growing up. And you mentioned too, uh, uh, we, we talked about South Carolina. You eventually did choose uh, South Carolina to play basketball. With all of those letters coming through and your dad, you know, telling you like, hey, here's what's happening. Here's what these coaches want. Why Why there? I'm always curious, especially coming from Illinois. So when I, like, went on my visits, like, I, it just when you're talking to these coaches, you kind of just get a vibe, whether they're being, like, sincere or, you know, just telling you what you really want to hear. So when I got here, just listening to Dawn Staley talk, it was just like, she was giving me the real of what to expect. Don't expect to come in here and just start. Don't expect to come in here and everything be given to you. You've got to work for you know, what you think you deserve. And I just really like that about her. And it really pushed me to, you know, show whether it was her, the fans, my family back home, like show them what I was made of and what, you know, all those years gave me. Was there a, I don't know, was it a hard decision or was there a couple schools that you were looking into or was it like, no, South Carolina is doing it right? It was kind of, when it came to the, aspect of do I want to stay closer to home like I'm about three, 13 hours away from home I think it, when it came down to that aspect that was kind of what made it a little challenging but at the end of the day I wanted to be surrounded by the best in the country and be put on like one of the biggest national stages so when it came to that it was hands down South Carolina and you, and you did mention too it was uh, quite a weight off your shoulders once you announced it to everybody yeah definitely I think before I uh, had to actually call coaches and stuff that I was, it was nerve wracking, made me want to throw up. But once I was out the window and everything was off my shoulders, I could eventually settle down and focus on what was ahead. Oh, that's awesome. So let's talk about that. You go from being, I mean, I don't know, you maybe, did, did you feel the pressure in high school of like, wow, I, I'm, I'm really something special here? And a lot of people are watching me. What did you, did you like notice that? Cause you mentioned like you were just balling and, uh, 
maybe not noticing that at first, but towards the end of your high school career, did you did you feel that? I think, yeah, definitely towards the end, that's where, like, social media became a factor as well. I started to gain lots of followers. Like, it was just crazy. And I wasn't really used to anything like that. So I think towards the end of my high school career is when I started to get that kind of social following and all the attention from them. So I think that's when I started to really feel it and really understand, like, how popular I was and how good I was at that sport, and especially for the area, because kind of like a slim chance you have such a, a powerful female come through and dominate for uh, basketball wise. Wow. That's awesome. And, and then the transition to college, did you notice immediately like, okay, it's not just me, the star, like I'm a good player on this team, but there's some, there's some good players and this is a really good program. Did you feel like spread out a little bit more after that? Or was the pressure still on? When I came here and we first, we had our first like official practice, probably before our official practice, like just having the little summer workouts and the one-on-one drills, I was like, wow, like this is not a walk in the park. Like you have to come in here, you know, focused every day, ready for a challenge every day, no matter whether it's upperclassmen, freshmen, like it, it does not matter. You just have to walk in with your head on right every single day, every day. Like I'm challenged to be a better me or find something to add to my game, add to whatever to make me a better player, a better person. So I just definitely love being challenged like that on a daily basis. South Carolina, amazing team. Y'all were like top 10 last year, top, almost top five. I think you're number six. You finished at number six, but y'all made it to the final four and the game came down to the wire and I just watched the highlights and it was a heartbreaking loss. Um, can you take us through that moment, that last play of the game, and maybe what you were thinking and what was going on and, and, and what happened? I think it goes back to, you know, our freshman year, how it got cut short. So that was really our first time experiencing the, you know, the Final Four, the tournament in general, just seeing what it's all about. And um, so when we got to that point, we made it that far. We got to that point. It was really just, I don't know. I, it wasn't necessarily shot at that point. It was just like so much like we got to win. We got to win. We got to win. It was just so much. Uh, I wouldn't even say nerves at that moment. It was just like, we got to get that ball through the basket. And then, you know, it didn't play out in our favor, but we need something like that to, you know, feel us for now, feel us for that moment when we get there again. That's interesting. Actually, I interviewed someone this morning. This dude had four gold, no, five gold medals at World Championship for CrossFit and two silvers. He got two silvers and then five gold in a row. And we, we, I asked him, what's his, what's your favorite medal you've ever won? He goes, that second silver. He goes, because it showed me, it basically forced me to say, all right, what I've been doing ain't working. I've got to change. To, and then he won five in a row. So that's interesting that you say that too about, about that last loss in the final four motivating you to uh y'all totally dominating this year that's definitely a, you like you've got to be able to you know feel the loss feel like the downhill of your journey to be able to you know pivot and then go uphill and pivot or be better next time so you definitely have to feel that what has it been like this year playing it's a lot of the same team pretty much everybody was able to come back and y'all are maintaining uh your number one spot just you know, kicking butt, honestly. How How is that feeling? What is that like to be on a number one team? It, feel, it feels great. So we're, like, 
able to show people how well we gel together, how well we can bounce back from, you know, we had the our first loss in, in conference, show how well we can bounce back from that and learn from our mistakes. So it's good being on the high platform, but then again, you got to watch out for, you know, we have a target on our back at all the time. Like everybody's going to have their best game against us. So we always got to, you know, stay on top of things and don't take advantage of, you know, but we have to take advantage of every time we're on the court and don't, you know, slip up no matter who it is. Was there a game this year or a moment that has been your one of your favorites so far in the sense of like maybe a play or a game that just went really well and you're like, wow, that was that's a highlight memory from the season? I think probably our last couple of games was probably like the best, I would say, because one week we have 16 people on our roster, 15 available to play. And I just like we're so deep and just being able to have our younger a squad come in the freshmen come in and they're like looking like a younger version of us like to see them come in and not like play with nerves and play freely like they've been in high school it's just like good to see and good to see that they're learning off of like our upperclassmen and our leaders on the team so that's always fun to see and especially now at the end of the season how well we're playing together it's it's a good I'd, be, I'd feel pretty good too if I just beat a team by 50 <laughs> right <laughs> No, that's uh, that's awesome. So, what do you think, South Carolina? What do you think y'all are doing different at the women's program there that that other teams maybe? I know you have only been at one school, but what do you think you're doing different that other teams might not be doing? I think um, we emphasize a lot of things like off the court. We got to stay within our bubble. We we really emphasize that whether like whatever goes on with our team, we make sure we keep it in our bubble. We figure things out within our team. Don't. Uh, put ourselves in harm's way when we leave the gym and little things like that. I just think like the staying discipline type of look type of things like really, you know, matter and play a, a huge factor for us. Like not going to bed late. Like just a little little factors like that I think uh we hammer down on and it really plays a role with us. I was gonna that's really interesting you mentioned that. A lot of it is your personal commitment to those details what kinds of things do you do like going to bed early you mentioned is one is there what what other things are y'all constantly talk about like not getting caught up in you know it is college there's a lot to do a lot you could do right. i think um definitely going uh right along with the uh, being number one in the, the um country thing we get a lot of things are said on social media whether it's fans people that aren't fans and just are saying uh, nonsense, we we definitely take a step back and do not engage in that. I think that's really important for us. We have to, Coach always says, like, keep the main thing the main thing. So we really can't focus on what other people are saying to us, about us. And I think that allows us to stay level-headed and stay engaged uh, to be able to perform. And outside of that, the parties and stuff, that's just, like, off limits. Like, Coach doesn't even have to say that. We know we we have a um, goal at the end of the season, and in order to get to that, we gotta hold each other accountable and don't put anybody in a bad position. So I think those are the main two things. How's the chemistry on the team? It's got to be amazing. But how how do y'all maintain that and make sure that's in a good place? I think again, it just starts with off the court type of thing. It's like really getting to know each other, hanging around each other, just. It's really around the idea of getting to know each other, and when we get on the court, we we kind of know how everybody plays, know how what everybody what anybody's gonna do uh, off certain things, 
uh, whether it's ball screen, shoot, like it, just little things like that. Being able to know each other and understand each other, it allows you to play off them and them to play off you. It creates like better flow, better gel. Has your family been able to come and make it out to some of the games? Yeah, they have definitely made it to a, a few games, few of the bigger games um, that we've had. So that's always cool. What do your brothers think when they see you out there? <laughs> my little brothers, they, they claim they always miss me. But when they end up making some of my games, I look at them. They're probably playing games on the Nintendo or something. So, yeah. They don't care. They don't care. No. That's funny. They're like, oh, yeah, my sister. She's she's, yeah. she's she's awesome. So that's that's a given. Like I don't even have to worry about yeah. that. That's hilarious. Well, you know, obviously games coming or seasons coming to a close as far as like the games left. What are y'all hoping for this year? Is it the obvious? Yeah, I would definitely say it's, of course, the obvious, but just continue to say our past and don't really worry about anything else that's going on. Stick to what we're doing and the best shall come. The best shall come. Let me ask you some rapid fire questions, just like a five or six rapid fire questions, then we can wrap it up. All right, let's throw it over to Nick and Meg to hear about Trailblazer. Meg, tell us about this brew and why you're excited to be a part of Trailblazer. We're in our second year brewing Trailblazer. Um, this year it's a Hoppy Hell style beer. Um, it's going to include a blend of HBC 630, Idaho Gem, Laurel, Talus, and Triumph hops. Um, this hop blend is picked out by a bunch of Pink Boot Society members throughout the country. A portion of the proceeds of all of the hop sales from Yakima Chief goes to the Pink Boot Society. Um, and a portion of our sales this year from our Trailblazer brew is going to Women's International Beer Summit, which is created by Women's Craft Fermentation Alliance. Um, this beer is pretty exciting. We get to be a part of every step of the way, all the women in the company from recipe creation to brewing it, uh, marketing, sales and design, e-com. Every step of the way, it's showcasing all the wonderful women that are part of the athletic brewing team. Very exciting to hear. And it's exciting to see teammates that I work with every day doing this cool project that will impact a lot of people and it's great showcasing it's it's always great showcasing the production department that doesn't always get the attention that it deserves especially the women that we work with every day would you like to go more into the process of the idea formulation of this brew and then going into actual brew day and then sales and in terms of who helped along the way this was a big project with various different people helping out along the way. Yeah, of course. We're lucky at Athletic to have women in almost every step of our process. Um, started with recipe creation and ideation with Kara Wilson on our brewing team last year. Um, and all the way, we brewed it together. And then there's a group of women who came in and helped with hop additions. And we got the whole brew underway. Um, and then after that, it goes to the lab where we have a wonderful team of lab techs who include quite a few women. We have our marketing department who helps create all of our design and labels filled with women, especially shout out to Rosalie. And we have great people doing some press and blog posts. We've got Madison on social media, um, all the way to e-commerce where we have Caitlin leading the charge, making sure this beer gets out the door and to customers safely. Now that Trailblazer is in its second year, it's gaining some steam. What impact do you think that this will have in the brewing community at large? I hope that Trailblazer not only brings some awareness to underrepresented communities in the brewing industry, but also provides the financial backing to start making some positive changes in our industry. 
um, women and also non-binary folks deserve to have some more opportunities put their way. And I'm hoping that with this brew and the proceeds, we can create those programs that help uplift all of our community members. Megan, it's been great talking to you. I will see you later. Find Trailblazer at our website. Let's go ahead and get back in the episode. What would you say your proudest achievement is outside of basketball? Um, I think being able to balance everything. Like, like outside of basketball, just being able to balance that school, you know, maintaining, you know, relationships with family, you know, relationships outside of friends and family. So I think that's my proudest achievement. Do you have a hobby that folks don't know about that you have on the side? Maybe something you do for some self-care? Actually, no. I just like to, you know, chill, watch TV. Hey, that's a hobby. That's a hobby. I do, yeah. I, I, you like crime shows, don't you? Yeah, I love them. <laughs> what's What's your favorite? Um, at one point it was Blacklist. Right now, it's just still kind of finding a new one. Well, uh, do you have any hidden? T- I know that's a hobby, but you have any hidden talents? I used to be able to play cello really well. I don't know if I still can, but that was a talent of mine. Okay. All right. You play some cello. I did not expect that. That's pretty cool. Right. Um, what's a shot? What's your favorite shot on the court? Is it, you know, reverse layup? Is it uh is it a three in the corner? What is it? Uh I would probably say the the three on the, the left side on the wing. That's probably my favorite. That's the best feeling one then. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um I speaking of great shot, I think I saw a video of you just about dunking. Can you dunk? <laughs> I actually have never tried, but I get extremely close. But everybody told me to try. Because you're what? I'm, you're 6'1"? Yeah, I just don't think I'm going to do If you're 6'1", you dunking. Yeah, I mean, that's some serious hops. That's no yeah. joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right, a couple more. What, what's a favorite daily habit you stick to that helps you get ready, helps you be your best? Something you got to do every day. I think really just limit my time on social media. I think that allows me to keep peace and, you know, stay in the present and worry about what's in front of me. Yeah, that'll definitely, that can definitely ruin things. <laughs> you spend too much time there. Right. So on our cans, we say brew without compromise because, you know, we're doing, you know, I don't know if you know this, but we're doing something very different in the beer world. A lot of beer, not much beer is, is out non-alcoholic. Most of it has a lot of alcohol. So we're doing things a little bit different. But so if you do something different, we think you got to do it as excellent as possible to make it work. Right. You're doing something different. You're pursuing a career that, you know, basketball is a big sport, but not a lot of people are playing it at this level. So we say instead of just brewing without compromise, you got to live without compromise. How do you live without compromise or what does it mean to you to live without compromise? Being able to, you know, filter the things that are going to negatively affect you. I keep those things. uh, I try to keep those things away from me and stay with what makes me happy, what makes me at peace, what makes me perform best. So whether that's me cutting out bad food that makes my stomach upset, then that's what it is. Whatever, the smallest to the biggest things, I think that's, that's what helps me. 
Good luck, Bree, with the rest of your season with the March Madness tournament coming up. And yeah, beer is on us. If you'd like to try some of this non-alcoholic craft beer, go to athleticbrewing.com where you can find all our styles, including Trailblazer and Athletic Light. And also there's a store finder, so you can find it on store shelves near you if you'd like to go that route. But all right, we'll see y'all later.